You are listening to the teaching podcast of Praise Community Church in Mason City, Iowa. For more information about our church, please visit praisecc.org. Tonight, we're just going to kind of really give just an introduction and overview of where I really kind of want to go over the next couple of months on our Wednesday night review. It's really kind of been a vision, just a kind of a stirring of my heart for just a number of years uh, to do something along this line. And I just never felt the timing was right. And, and I feel the timing is right now. Can I make sure that all gets out to everybody? And we're just, we'll just kind of walk through this. So Jim and Jason and Janie, um, I think who else? Just if I'm, if I'm not remembering something or you think that something, because we've kind of talked about this amongst our staff, our pastoral staff especially. So if there's anything I'm not remembering or that you feel like needs to be maybe emphasized, feel free to jump up and chime in. So there's just always been a scripture verse that I've really kind of always, there's just always been kind of drawing of my heart towards that to, to kind of think, what would that be like to really experience that in the context of, of a church setting? And it's kind of what Paul talks about there in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 in verse 26. And he says, well, my brothers and sisters, let's summarize. When you come together, one will sing, another will teach, another will tell some special revelation God has given, one will speak in tongues, another will interpret what is said, but everything that is done must strengthen all of you. And so what Paul's kind of giving here is Paul's really kind of giving some structure to what God really intends to happen when believers come together. And uh, oftentimes, you know, we, we look for some of this stuff to happen on Sunday mornings, and it does. But the thing I've noticed is we've been into this for like 12 years now at, at Praise Community Church. And, you know, we do the singing, we do the teaching. Um, there will be times where maybe, you know, a, a special revelation will be given, um, there will be prayer language, um, but I think in the 12 years that we've done church, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there were like two times that there was ever an utterance given in tongues. Um, and it was right in the middle of the worship service. Um, I think maybe the music was kind of low or something like that, and then somebody just kind of shouted out in tongues. You know, we had the interpretation. I mean, that's happened twice in 12 years. And it's always kind of puzzled me as to why doesn't more of this happen? Um, and so it's always kind of been the scripture verse when I come and, and I see that I always feel a stirring and just kind of a drawing in my spirit to say, God, I wish that we had more of, of this kind of structure, this kind of freedom in the context of our worship service. And so um, that really kind of, um, I kind of started sharing with, with Jason just because of the, the worship component of this. 
What would that look like? Um, and, and so we kind of really just started talking about, you know, it just feels like Wednesday night would be the place to kind of explore this um, and just to kind of begin to maybe move in some of those areas and, and see, you know, will it impact Sunday morning? Can some of this possibly potentially flow over into Sunday morning? And so I, I felt like as I've looked at, you know, the Renew Wednesday, the structure, the makeup of the Renew um, people that kind of have been faithful in the past, it really is those of you that I would consider that are strong believers, people who are really diligently seeking, you know, wanting more of God's power and presence, not just in your life, but just in the context of of our, our coming together as a body of believers. And so this has really kind of been um, my heart, and then it was really kind of interesting because I th- it was like, I don't it was like maybe a week or two after I, we kind of started talking about this. Jason was just was out for coffee with somebody, um, and he just kind of said, I just really felt like I'm supposed to give you this book. And it basically is called The Afterglow, and it is basically just all on what a believer's service looks like. And so Jason kind of took the book, gave it to me, and we started kind of reading and looking through it, just like thinking, this is exactly what we were looking at doing. And so we've kind of gotten them um, out amongst our, our, our staff to at least look at. We've kind of been talking about that amongst ourselves and just beginning to kind of think, you know, and just again feeling a stirring and a drawing of our hearts to really kind of do more of what I think Paul's talking about there in 1 Corinthians 14, 26. So that really kind of is the foundation. That, that is the that's the biblical foundation that I really want to begin to build on on our Wednesday nights um, uh, over these next couple of, of months. So again, the goal is really to, to equip, to train, to provide the congregation an opportunity to be an active part of the ministry on Wednesday evening worship service, and really to create an environment where people are given the opportunity uh, to use their spiritual gifts as a part of their ministry to others. Because really, I think that's what is really at the heart of um, what Paul's talking about here, it's, it's you kind of beginning to understand what is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? What are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? And how is God wanting to use you in the context of your gifts, uh, the power, the presence of the Holy Spirit in you, through you, to begin to uh, strengthen, to build up, um, to encourage the body of Christ? Um, and so I'm just going to be honest with you. This is... It's, and staff knows this is kind of not an area where I am like completely comfortable because it just, things can happen. I've been um, in places, I've been in churches and services where sometimes just things get a little hectic, things get a little chaotic, things get a little bit messy. Um, And so I think a lot of times churches kind of tend to just, not go in this direction because of that. So it's just kind of interesting that, you know, Jason chose that song tonight, I'm No Longer a Slave to Fear, because, you know, when he talks about, you know, driving down that stake, this is where I have to drive down that stake, um, because I just have been in services where I I just feel there's a lot of manipulation, there's just a lot of um, coercing, um, and and I've kind of shared a little bit of that with, with staff, 
part of my hesitation um, in some of this, just because I've been in, in, in churches where the gifts are being abused um, or they're being used as, as kind of a, a way to showcase people's spirituality. And, and, and I, that just has always kind of turned me off, as I'm sure it does uh, many of you who've maybe been in an environment where you've seen the gifts misused. So I want to be able to create a place where where we're really seeking for authenticity. I'm really seeking an authentic move of God, not just upon my life, but upon um, all of us as we gather here together. And it not just always feeling like it, it, it needs to flow through or come through me, because I just don't think that that, again, is biblical. I think that what Paul's talking about here, again, it, it's, it's all of us coming together and just allowing the Holy Spirit to move, to speak, uh, to use us in the encouraging and building up of other people. And so, uh, again, I just want to kind of uh, begin to move in that direction where we just kind of begin to come together and we're just waiting, we're expecting expecting that God is just going to come and, and just kind of begin to move through um, individuals in, in a variety um, of ways. So kind of the components of what I'm really looking at here on Wednesday night, number one is just the worship. Um, to me, worship is, um, I just can't think of a better way to prepare people's hearts to encounter God than just through worship. Worship just connects us, um, I feel like in a way, um, to God, I feel like it opens our hearts to him in a way that, that nothing else does. And so I really kind of envision every Wednesday night, we're just going to like tonight, we're just going to start um, with, with just a time of worship, just coming into God's presence, again, just allowing uh, the Holy Spirit to kind of just begin to Bring us from that transition if you're coming from work or you're coming from home, a meal, wherever, you, that, that God is able to kind of just begin to, to take wherever we've come from and just begin to kind of give us that transition just kind of into um, his presence. And so I'm, I'm largely kind of at the very, very beginning, I'm really kind of looking to Jason, the worship team, to kind of really provide that opening part of what we're going to be doing on Renew Wednesday night. I've also kind of said to Jason, what I would really like for him to be open to is I know that there are people here who maybe have um, a gift uh, uh, of singing. It can be an instrument um, that maybe you, you know, for the lack of not wanting to make the kind of commitment that you'd need to make to be on a worship team, you still feel like God has gifted you with the ability maybe uh, of, of an instrument that you, that you can just kind of come up and play, or, or maybe you feel like there's a song uh, that you want to share. So I, I've kind of asked Jason, you know, just be open to that if there are people in the congregation that would like to do that. So um, I would just encourage you, if that is you, if you're someone that maybe just, you know, plays piano and you just really feel like God's, you know, just wanting to use you some Wednesday night, I would just ask you to kind of contact, coordinate that um, with Pastor Jason and, and just, you know, kind of get his uh, guidance, his input as to exactly how that might, um, that might come to be. Um, so again, we would just kind of envision beginning each Wednesday evening with a worship set. Teaching. Um, 
what we're going to do uh, is, is once that's done, um, we're going to go into a teaching time. Now, this may be done by me. It may be done by others on pastoral staff. Uh, that would de- definitely be my goal. I don't know that I want to be doing it every Wednesday. I really kind of want to open that uh, to allow other people to kind of come up and be able to teach maybe on a particular topic, maybe something that God has laid upon their heart that really may need to be given uh, to the congregation. So I don't want to just see that as something that is exclusive to me and not really even exclusive to our pastoral staff. If you'll kind of uh, on that um, second page there, I've kind of given some teaching guidelines. Um, and, and I know that there's some of you that uh, you, you've taught in churches. I mean, we're, we are so blessed um, to have uh, people that have served um, pastorally in other churches, and, and God has them here uh, for this time. And, and so I know, you know, uh, there are some of you out there, you, you've taught in, in churches. You've got that gift of teaching, uh, and God may stir something in you uh, where God wants you to kind of come and, and share that uh, with the body. If you feel that, uh, I would just ask that you kind of speak with me um, and, you know, I, I may want to kind of hear a little bit about what it is that you want to share, may find a time that that might work better uh, on, on a particular Wednesday given the direction we may be going. Um, so I would just ask if, if you feel like you've really got that gift, I would just encourage you to look over those teaching guidelines. Um, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that in any way that would, um, that would um, confine you. It's just to kind of give some guidelines to how I kind of see and envision um, the evening going. Uh, typically what we've done is I kind of have taught the whole time in the Renew Wednesday, and I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't really feel like God's wanting um, me or, or us to kind of pursue that, but there is going to be some teaching time. Uh, you'll kind of see as we get a little bit more into this, we've kind of put together a tentative schedule, maybe just some topics um, that uh, we may uh, choose to focus on a particular Wednesday night. But again, I, I'm trying to create as much of an openness for God to move in whatever way God feels he wants to in our midst. I just don't want to get so locked in into a topic or a routine that there's just no uh, ability for God to move in that. So those teaching guidelines are there. So if if you really feel like that's something you would like to do, um, we're going to definitely be teaching. Um, I envision, you know, using some of that teaching time to really begin to kind of teach on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. What is that? Uh, what is that scripturally? Uh, why is that important um, to us as Christians? Why is that important to the body of Christ? Uh, what does that exactly mean? How does that, you know, and, and again, you know, um, for some of you, that may be an area of fear for you. I mean, as a matter of fact, we had uh, a family that was here this weekend that was visiting our church. Uh, he was pastoring a Baptist church and had been fired from his church for teaching on the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So there's a lot of fear in the body of Christ. There's a lot of fear in denominations when you start getting into the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And they're just people, they're denominations that will not have anything um, to do with this. Um, and so I, I don't want us to have that kind of fear um, of the Holy Spirit. And a lot of times that fear just again comes out of um, ignorance, 
Um, it, maybe not on your part, but just ignorance on somebody else's part. They, they've not taught well on it. It's, it's, not been, um, it's not been led well. It's not been demonstrated well. Um, there's been error in the teaching. And, and so we're going to do our best to teach on this, to really begin to set what we believe are biblical guidelines for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We're going to have opportunities for, for those of you that maybe have never receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We're, we're going to teach on that um, so that when you're uh, coming forward and maybe being prayed for that, you know exactly what we're talking uh, about here. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, again, the manifestations of the gift. I mean, tongues is a, it just, it's a huge barrier for a lot of people. If you're here and you don't speak in tongues, um, you know, you may have kind of an a, a, um, unbiblical understanding um, of that. Or maybe you've just been in places where it's just not been um, done in a healthy way. Maybe you have felt forced. Um, I, I don't know. So we want to just begin to kind of talk about what is the purpose of tongues? Um, how does God want to use that um, in the body? And so we're going to talk about that. You know, the prophetic. Um, I think that there's, you know, been more of an openness, I think, you know, in the last couple of months here um, on the prophetic. Um, it, it's definitely one of those gifts that, you know, 1 Corinthians 14 talks about that we really need to earnestly pursue is that gift of, of, of the prophetic. We want to talk about that because, again, there can be a lot of fear, a lot of misunderstanding, and, and just because of that, people just tend to be really just you know, kind of timid uh, in wanting to move uh, in that. But I think when you understand it biblically, it's a beautiful gift. Um, and again, I think a lot of us have functioned in that. We just don't know uh, a, a lot about that. So I want to just begin to kind of teach on that. You know, what is the difference between, you know, speaking in uh, tongues when, it, when a message comes forward in tongues and, and the prophetic? Uh, and again, Scripture gives us guidelines so that this can be uh, orderly. It can be done decently. Um, it doesn't have to be chaotic. It's not like it's going to be, you know, a circus up here. I'll guarantee you, I, I'm not looking for that. Uh, I don't think our pastoral leadership is looking for that. I don't think our elders would put up with that. And so I assure you, this is going to be the way the scripture says, done decently and orderly. Um, also, um, so th th that, that teaching is, is really going to kind of help to begin to lay that foundation of what it is we're really trying to do on Wednesday night when we talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the, the, uh, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, testimony. Um, we're going to just try to provide an opportunity for testimony. Um, and that, again, uh, is just where you can kind of come and share something uplifting, maybe something encouraging that, that God is doing or maybe has done recently in your life. And I kind of included that scripture in Revelation 12, 11, where it says, and they overcame him being Satan because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And again, some of you have just powerful testimonies of things that God has done in your life that's just gonna build faith um, in those of us who are listening to that. I mean, Callie just got back from Honduras. 
tons of testimonies, and, and I'm going to encourage her, you know, in the coming weeks, I'd like for her to take an opportunity to share a couple of those testimonies, because again, it's just powerful what God really did there, and it's not just God wanting to do that there. God wants to do a lot of what you witness there here as well, and so I just think we're going to be encouraged um, through the testimony, not just of Callie, but others of you here in the congregation, so I would also ask if that that's something that you feel like you um, want to do. Just, you know, come up and let me know. Um, you know, I've already kind of uh, committed and, and obligated Callie, okay? But I know she's okay with that. But there may be some of you out there that have a testimony I am not aware of. And, and you just may feel God kind of just urging you. Um, just, you know, I, I want you to get up and share this. I just want you to be obedient to that. Um, and so we're going to provide uh, an opportunity for uh, people to do that. It, you may not be able to do it, the, you know, the night that, that you, you know, want to. We, we kind of have to, you know, kind of keep things moving. And so, you know, we may just have, you know, one or two testimonies on, on any given night. But again, just let me know and, and I will, I'll try to get you in as quickly as possible on the testimony. Again, the prophetic. I would just encourage you, you know, as, as we're kind of getting more into this, just really kind of camp out in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14. I mean, those, those are scriptures I would just encourage you, know well. They will, they will really help facilitate a lot of what we want to talk about um, and do in here. So I would just encourage all of you, bring your Bibles um, on Wednesday nights. If you do not have a Bible, let us know. We've got Bibles here. We will gladly gift you um, a Bible. But I encourage you to bring them uh, because a lot of times I, I will have some scriptures that I'll put up on there. Other nights, um, God may just give one of you a word. I, I've, I've shared with you in the past, you know, that when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, I mean, I began to move in the prophetic immediately, and, and God would just give me scripture verses, and so it was very, very important for me to have a Bible, because, you know, when God would give me a scripture verse, I would look it up, and then I would just get up um, in the congregation, and I would share that particular Bible verse, um, and it was usually a word for somebody. It was a confirmation of something that somebody was seeking God about, and so I just encourage you, bring a Bible. Um, with you on Wednesday nights because God is going to move in the prophetic and that way God's just going to give some of you a scripture verse and you're just going to be sitting there and all of a sudden God's just going to, you know, say, you know, Luke 16, 11. You're like, man, Luke 16, 11, what's that? And you're going to look that up and then you're going to just maybe kind of come up and say, you know what, God just kind of laid this scripture verse on my heart. I feel like it's for somebody here tonight and you just read that scripture verse. And again, that's one of the ways that I feel like the Holy Spirit is going to want to move uh, in the midst of Wednesday night. And I'll tell you what, if you've, if you've ever been in a situation where somebody gets up and reads a scripture verse and you know that that is for you, it is just the coolest experience. And you just kind of know, man, God, he, he is just, he's looking out for me. God is, he's, he's just that's one of the ways he displays his love um, towards you. So I just encourage you to bring a Bible. There, there may just be uh, a prophetic word that God wants to move in that way. Some of you may be sitting out there, um, and we've had this happen even on Sunday mornings where we'll just get a picture. Um, one of you just may get a very, very clear picture in your mind 
And God is just kind of, you know, urging you, is just, you know, drawing you to kind of come up and share that. Um, we, want, we want you to do that. We want you to begin to feel the freedom uh, to kind of come up and, and do that. Again, it may not make any sense at all to you, okay? It's just a picture that you get. Um, but I'll guarantee you it will mean something to somebody out there in the congregation. So again, just be open um, to, to, to those kinds of things, whether it's a scripture verse, whether it's a picture. There may just be a word or a phrase that the Holy Spirit just kind of drops in. It just comes out of nowhere. All of a sudden you're thinking, man, well, the, you know, that word. I, mean, I had um, a word for a gentleman one Sunday morning. Um, and it was uh, the word, what was the word? I'm trying to think what that was. Um, it was for Brandon. Uh, mantle. is the, the, God just dropped that word mantle so heavy in my spirit. And I, just, and, and I knew it was for him. And so I said to him, I don't, I don't know what this means, but I know that this is for you. And, it, the, and God is, is placing a mantle on you. Um, and so again, it may just be something like that. God just drops a word um, like that, and, and it just may be. You just come up and say, I, you know, God just dropped this word, mantle, in my spirit. I feel like that that is for somebody here tonight. Um, and so again, we want to kind of just begin to be open for how God may want to move um, in the prophetic. Again, I kind of, you know, talk about that there in 1 Corinthians. That, you know, it's, it's really a prophetic word. It must be. Okay, and we'll, you know, there, there just may be times where we kind of have to correct this. You know, we may have to rein this in. But again, a prophetic word must be for the edification, and I kind of define that there on the sheet, building people up by confirming their destiny or special ministry focus. Okay, so the scriptures talk about that the, the uh, prophetic is for the edification, exhortation, or comfort. Those three areas, okay? You get up here and you start judging or there's condemnation, okay? We're going to correct that um, because that is not the prophetic and oftentimes that's what's turned people off of the prophetic is because they've been judged, they've been shamed, they've been condemned by somebody's word. We're not up here to, to uncover Jim's sin. I'm not up, and, and, and if I stand up here and do that, I'm telling you right now, that is not the Holy Spirit. That is not how the Holy Spirit works. So if you're going to come up here and you're going to use this to uncover sin, we're going to correct that. Um, because again, we want this to be for the building up, the strengthening of the body of Christ. We're not up here to tear one another down. I may have a word, uh, and, and God may show me something about Jim, and he never has, and I'm not saying that he ever will, but I'll tell you what, I know that if, if that were to happen for Jim, if God were to reveal something um, that would be potentially embarrassing or, or would need to be a correction in my life, there's something that I'm doing, and, and God wants to point that out, Jim's going to come to me individually. Uh, we're going to do that one-on-one, -on -one. Um, and that we're going to start there at least.
And then depending on my response to that, um, we'll take it from there. But we're not going to do that on a Wednesday night in front of other people. So again, that's why, again, oftentimes the prophetic has been one of those things people shun. Uh, and that's what they think. They think that the prophetic is all about God revealing their deepest, darkest sins, uh, and that's not the prophetic at all. That is not biblical. And so we're not going to allow that um, to happen here uh, on a Wednesday night. So again, where it talks about that, again, exhortation, calling people to persevere and not give up on their promises and God in hard times and not to give in to sin. Now again, we're not going to get specific about that. Um, it just may be that, you know, there are times on Sunday morning, you know, kind of sometimes Jim will maybe kind of talk about maybe there's just a giving in. You know, some of you, maybe you're just kind of feeling uh, uh, heaviness. Maybe there's people that are dealing with depression. We're not pointing those people out. We're speaking in generalities and then letting people kind of say, yeah, that, that is for me. God's speaking to me through what Jim is sharing there. That's, that is what I would call an exhorting word. Uh, he's encouraging you that, that even though you're in this place, this hard time, God is for you. He's not against you. That is what exhortation does. Comfort is just giving God's perspective in great disappointment or setback in their life by giving God's perspective and telling people that God has a plan for their pressure or the, the, the trial or the tribulation um, that they're going through. Those are the prophetic words that we're, we're going to be looking for and that I believe God is going to be manifesting here um, in our midst. Um, on the back side of that, uh, tongues, interpretation of tongues again, um, we're going to talk about, you know, what we believe the Scripture's intent, what God is really wanting to do with that gift um, of tongues. Um, and, and again, just helping people to understand how this can and should manifest within the worshiping community. It really was kind of through reading this book on the, um, the afterglow. It's by Henry Ganey, if any of you want to uh, get a copy of that. Maybe we can, uh, can we maybe just order a couple, Jason, and maybe just have those out on the table if any of you are interested. But you know, just kind of in reading um, the book, it really kind of helped me to understand why we don't have this happening on Sunday mornings here. And I'm glad, actually, because he kind of talks about in here that, you know, one of the things that kind of marks a believer's service from a regular, like, Sunday morning service is, you know, and, and this is really true of us, there are a lot of Sunday mornings, we have people who are visiting here for the first time. There are people that may not even be believers, or there are people here that maybe they're believers, but they're just really ignorant, um, and I don't use that word ignorant in a negative way. They're just not very knowledgeable biblically um, on um, what the scriptures teach about certain things. And so they come in here on a Sunday morning, they're either, they're either uh, you know, an unbeliever or you know, they're a brand new believer and they're just not, or, or an unlearned believer, and all of a sudden you've got people breaking out in tongues um, and they just kind of look at this, and they just think, this is crazy. It's, it's just kind of nuts. We don't want people walking out of here on a Sunday morning thinking, man, those people are just bizarre. Um, so again, he kind of talks about that a lot of times they don't even allow um, 
the gifts of tongues in their regular Sunday morning service just because of what it does uh, to the people who would be um, the, the unbelievers or those who would be um, unlearned believers. Um, and so it kind of really helped me to, and we, and we don't, we don't, We've never made an effort to suppress that on Sunday mornings, but it really kind of made me understand more why the Holy Spirit really hasn't allowed that um, in uh, the Sunday mornings beyond the two times that I cited. And what's interesting is, is you know, he kind of talks about, you know, and you'll see as we go through this, that there is a, a specific time um, in the service. You'll see that as we get into kind of the order of service where that's what they do. They just wait on the Holy Spirit. They've had their worship, they've had their teaching, they don't allow the gift of tongues because their whole thing is is if God's orderly and decent, he's not gonna interrupt worship, he's not gonna interrupt the teaching time, Uh, he's gonna wait. And and so we're gonna kinda come to a point on every Wednesday night, we're just gonna wait on God. And it's in that place of waiting on God where those of you that have the gift of, of that, you know, the, the speaking in tongues, some of you may, that, that gift may uh, come forth in that time. And when that happens, what we're going to do is we're going to just biblically, we're going to wait for the interpretation. And the beautiful thing is when you have, and, and this is where, again, 1 Corinthians 14 will give you some great insight on this. When you have the, a message brought forth in tongues, followed by an interpretation, it's, it's a prophetic word. It's really what it is, and, that, and that's what Paul says. It really, it is a prophetic word. Some of you may just kind of come forth with a prophetic word. It's not going to come through tongues and interpretation. It's just going to be a prophetic word. There may be those of you that, that that's how the prophetic word's going to come forth. It's going to be in tongues. There's going to be an interpretation, and it's really going to be encouraging, exhorting, or comforting to the body of Christ. So again, we want to... Uh, we want to bring understanding, and we, again, want to give a place for that gift to be manifested in the body of Christ. So, again, uh, we're just going to kind of take time to, to, uh, to talk about that. Prayer focus. Um, I kind of talked with Jim about this is I would like for there to kind of be a prayer focus, whether Jim kind of decides that, whether we really feel like that prayer focus uh, would come from another pastoral person, uh, staff person that feels, you know, really feel like there's just a burden on my heart to pray for, you know, uh, missions uh, or missionaries in Africa or something like that. So we're going to try to end the evening with some kind of a prayer uh, focus. Um, so those are kind of the six components that we're really looking to just ask God to begin to kind of just come and, and move in our midst. So the service structure will kind of just begin praise and worship, teaching, testimony time, and then we're going to just have a time of prayer. For those of you who have never, ever uh, just had hands laid on you to, to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we're just going to go ahead and ask um, if there's any of you that want to come forward and, and receive that. We do believe that that is a separate experience from salvation. Again, we'll, we'll teach more on that next week, kind of talk about uh, what the baptism of the Holy Spirit um, is. Then following that, we're going to just have a prayer for those who would maybe like to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Maybe you've never had anybody lay hands on and, and maybe just uh, pray for those gifts that are, are in there by the baptism of the Holy Spirit for those gifts just to be stirred up. Um, and, and as those gifts are stirred up, what will happen is you'll just kind of begin to move. You'll kind of begin to function um, in those 
within this service. And then there'll be an opportunity, again, for the gifts of the Holy Spirit to operate, again, where we're just going to be kind of waiting on that. Scripture says speaking in tongues uh, followed by interpretation, two or three at the most. So if we get to that place and we've had, you know, two or three um, utterances in tongues followed by interpretation, um, we would ask that 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 be all. Um, so again, that's part of that decent orderliness, prophetic, two or three at the most. Um, you know, the revelation gifts, there may come a word of knowledge, wisdom, discerning of spirits, uh, power gifts, those can be gifts of healing, gifts of faith, and the working of miracles. So that's really kind of what we're kind of going for um, this year. So uh, as we look at these next couple of months here for uh, Wednesday Renew. And so again, just uh, I'm no longer a slave to fear, right? Amen? Good. All righty. Awesome. And then we kind of just put together a tentative schedule. Um, and because we weren't able to meet last Wednesday, um, we're kind of going to be looking at the different fruits of the Spirit, um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And then we're going to kind of end the time looking again at the Trinity, God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. Again, these are just kind of, um, um, I don't want this to be um, written in stone. I, I want to be really flexible with this, you know, if we, if we feel like there's, you know, a, a different direction that God wants us to go, we just want to be open to that. And, and I know you want us to be open um, to that as well. But it kind of just gives you a, an idea of, of what we're looking at. You know, as we, and again, as we kind of talk about um, that love, um, again, you go back in, in 1 Corinthians uh, 12, it really kind of talks about the gifts of the Spirit. Um, you know, the, uh, um, the office uh, of, of the, uh, you know, pastor, um, evangelist, you know, prophet, all of that. Uh, chapter 13 kind of gives us what happens when we try to function in the gifts of the Holy Spirit without love. Um, kind of tells us what it looks like. Um, and then I love, and I've, I've talked about this, you know, just my own personal journey into that, you know, where 1 Corinthians 14, 1, where just, again, pursue love. Um, that, that has to be... That has to undergird everything we do on Wednesday night. Um, it, 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 it just, it, it has, to, everything has to flow from um, that pursuit um, of love. A love for God and, and a love for one another. And, and I just believe that if we will make that our, our pursuit in everything that we do, um, I just believe that there is just going to just, just kind of come um, just a, a move of the Holy Spirit that I think will just really um, bless. I think it will really build up. It will encourage uh, the body of Christ. And so um, I just encourage you again, really kind of just make 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14. Just really make that kind of a, a point of just being in the Word um, and just really meditating on that and just allowing God to kind of just uh, stir your heart um, in that. Am I forgetting anything, um, guys, anything that you feel like needs to be emphasized or... Okay, uh, we're all, and again, we're going to try to finish 7.30, is it 7.30, quarter to 8? Um, I don't know, what, what are they doing, is that what they're doing downstairs, 7.30? 7.45, okay, okay. Well, um, let's just, um, anybody, I, I know we could do just a little bit of a prayer focus tonight. I know um, a lot of you maybe know Donna Bowers, uh, Donna um, 
was uh, uh, sent to prison. It's really kind of an unfortunate thing over uh, a, a drug issue that happened many, many, many years ago. Um, I think it was like a seven-year statute of limitations on it, and right before the statutes of limitations ran out on that, they brought up charges on her. So it had been seven years ago, um, and so uh, she went um, and kind of went through a pretty lengthy process. Um, she really was in the favor of God through most of that until it came time for the sentencing. And we were really hoping that, that the judge would, again, just give her probation or home arrest. Um, it didn't happen. She ended up um, being sent to federal prison. She ended up in Cedar Rapids. Then they moved her to Waverly. And we just learned this week that they are sending her to a federal prison in Oklahoma City. And so it's just been... Re Okay, so she'll eventually end up in Greenville, Illinois. Um, so it, it's just, um, it's been really, really hard on Dan. Um, you know, he just, it's really shaken his faith, his confidence in God. He doesn't understand why this was allowed to happen. So we just want to pray for them. Pray for Donna. It'll be a tough time, you know, for Donna um, as well. Uh, we also received word that Mike Borelli, uh, they were on their way down to Florida um, I think he was going to take the family down there. They were going to stay down there um, for a couple of months, and then he was going to come back. And I think when they got to Birmingham, Alabama, he wasn't feeling well, went into an emergency room, and uh, he's in the hospital there right now. So we want to pray for them. Um, and others, I know Barb Brandt, uh, know a lot of you, uh, Barb um, was, uh, gave one of the teachings here, Last Renew, um, her mom is in the hospital up in, um, at the Mayo Clinic, uh, kind of dealing with a lot of issues there. So want to pray for her tonight. I just want to open it up. Also, if there are just our other prayer focus tonight. It doesn't have to be for sickness. I know it can be for uh, any other things tonight. Here in, in Mason City, Ankeny, okay. I should have asked you, uh, do, do you guys have any questions on what we've kind of talked about here tonight? Any? Hopefully you all come back next week. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that, that this really... Will, will generate an excitement. Um, and again, uh, we just want you guys to know that you, I, I promise that you are not going to be, we're not going to force anything on you. Um, so for some of you, uh, you know, uh, I just remember my first experience with all of this. I didn't understand it. Um, I know that I got told that, you know, because I couldn't speak in tongues, that I, I, had, I did not receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, even though I was moving in the prophetic. Um, and it was, really, it was really difficult for me to make sense of all of that. And so I promise you, we've talked about this on staff. You know, I've, I've, I've talked with them, you know, just about 
about this, you know, the slaying the spirit. I do not like that physical manipulation of that. I, like I said, I can slay any of you here in the spirit tonight. All I got to do is just get you up here, get you to close your eyes, and just start rocking you back and forth. And I promise you, that is not going to happen here. Um, and if it does, those people are going to be just taken out of the out of doing ministry um, on Wednesday night. I just will not tolerate manipulation. We are not going to be here to force you uh, in, in uh, tongues if that is not something that you're ready for or comfortable with. Uh, we are not going to be here to force um, any of that. We believe God is a gentleman, and, and we're going to represent God in that way as, as we minister um, to you. And I know some of you may have different theologies, beliefs on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Some of you may not see it as two separate experiences. Some of you may come out of teachings where if you cannot speak in tongues, you do not have the Holy Spirit. That's fine. Um, that is just not how we are choosing um, to minister. It is not how we believe the scriptures uh, teach on that. And, and so we, uh, on our pastoral staff, have, are unified on, on a lot of the essential um, issues. If you're at a different place, we respect that. Um, we're just good. This is how we're going to do ministry here um, on Wednesday nights. So we're going to take time to teach on that. And, and so I just want you just to be uh, okay, we're not going to force anything uh, here on Wednesday nights. Yes. Okay. Praise the Lord. Good. And tell me his name again. Samuel. And just encourage you to those of you that know Donna, I know we've got an address. If you would like to write her, I think she would love to hear from people in the congregation. Just, you know, let her know you're praying for her. Uh, I think it would mean the world to her just to know that people back here have not forgotten her. Anything else? Doug. I feel like that's a word for... Why don't you read that? I... We're not going to play gotcha up here either with the pastor. I'm, I don't have all of that memorized. I should, but I don't. Awesome. And that kind of really fits in with the theme of love. Good. Read that again.
Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that your love has been demonstrated to us through the cross of Christ. The Father, while we were yet sinners, that Christ died for us. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for that great love that you have demonstrated toward us through what Jesus did for us on the cross. And Father, may that love uh, just be the foundation of all that we do, of all that we say. And Father, we just again uh, ask, Lord, that that love would just be uh, extended uh, toward Donna right now, Lord. I just pray that in the midst of a great upheaval in her life, in Dan's life, Father, I just pray that your love would just flow into those hurting, those disappointed, those frustrated, those broken places uh, in their hearts and lives right now, God, uh, as she's uh, in Oklahoma City and Dan is here, Father, that separation. Father, we just pray, Lord, that your love, your grace, your mercy, Father, we pray your kindness would just flow uh, over them. Father, we pray that you will just uh, bring purpose um, uh, to, to uh, Dan uh, out of all of this, God, that, that you're uh, at work in this, God, that, that you have not abandoned them, that, that this is not your punishment, but God, that you are, are at work um, bringing good um, out of this. And so, Father, I pray, Lord, that you'll just open their hearts. Uh, Father, just uh, open their, their spirit, uh, God, to just um, be able to see your hand in all of this, God. Lord, we also just uh, pray for Mike Borelli, uh, who's in the hospital there in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Father, we pray, Lord, that uh, you would just give wisdom uh, to the doctors, Lord, as they're uh, treating him, Lord. We just pray that you would uh, just bring healing uh, there physically for him, Father. We pray you'd be with the family as they're in a strange um, place, a, a, a strange hospital, Lord, away from family and friends. So, Father, we pray, Lord, just that you would provide for their every need financially, spiritually, emotionally, Father. We just ask, Lord, that you would just make your presence known. Uh, just give them that peace that passes understanding. Father, we also pray you'll just be with Barb Brandt's mom there uh, at Mayo Clinic as doctors uh, are, are treating her. Father, we also just pray, Lord, you'll give them wisdom uh, Lord, in knowing exactly what they need to do. Father, we just pray for healing uh, for her. Father, we just pray that you'll just give um, Barb again just uh, that uh, encouragement in her spirit, uh, strength uh, for her, Lord, to be able to be there uh, away from home, away from work, to care for her mother. So, Father, we just pray that uh, you would provide uh, for them, uh, for Barb, for her mom. Lord, we just pray you'll be with all who are treating uh, them. Father, we just pray, Lord, just again for uh, healing uh, in that situation. Father, we also just um, pray for, and tell me again, Kevin, Emerson, Father, we just pray uh, that you would just uh, bring healing uh, in that area, that RSV. We, we, we rebuke that. We just come against that, Father. We just we speak healing over that little baby, Father. We just pray, Father. We thank you, Lord, that uh, it is by your stripes, the Lord, the stripes that you bore in your physical body, that, Lord, that was for our healing. And, Father, we pray that those stripes that Jesus bore in his body, that, Lord, that the, the uh, fruit of that, the healing, 
would be applied to that baby's body. And Father, we just thank you, uh, Lord, that that uh, you are, are with him, Father, that you're watching over them. Father, we just pray, Lord, that again, that you would just move on, on this uh, young life. Father, we pray just again, healing uh, would just manifest in that body. Um, Father, we also just uh, thank you for the progress. And tell me his name again, Samuel. We just thank you again for the progress that Samuel is making uh, in, in his battle with cancer. Father, we thank you, Lord, that all that the doctors are doing there in terms of the chemo, radiation, Father, that uh, that, is, uh, that that is getting rid of that cancer. And so, Father, we thank you for the progress that's being made there. Father, we just pray, Lord, that you would just continue uh, to just uh, keep that body free uh, from the devastating effects of that cancer. Father, we pray, Lord, that you would just give peace in his heart, peace in the hearts of the family. Father, we just pray, Lord, that you would just continue to surround them uh, with your presence there. Father, and again, we just thank you um, for the progress physically uh, that he is making there. And again, Father, we just pray, Lord, that you would just again reveal um, your presence uh, to them, Father, uh, just in a very powerful way. Father, again, we just thank you uh, for your love. Father, we thank you, Lord, that as we uh, sang here tonight, um, Father, uh, that we are no longer a slave to fear. And Father, I just pray that as we launch into this new beginning, and for all of us, God, it's just going to be uh, a, a, a new beginning uh, in a lot of ways. New beginnings for us individually, new beginnings for us as a congregation. And Father, I pray, Lord, that as we kind of just come and God are, are just being obedient to the leading uh, of your spirit here on Wednesday nights, Father, we just pray, Lord, that you would just uh, meet us in, in a very fresh and just a very powerful way. God, that we would come, Lord, with, with no other desire than just to see your power, your presence, just be manifested among us. Father, I thank you, Lord, for just the way that you're going to use uh, everyone uh, in this congregation, uh, Lord, in, in their particular gifting. And God, how they're going to see you're using them to build up and to strengthen and to encourage and to edify the body of Christ. And Father, we just speak against any kind of fear. We speak against any maybe past experiences that maybe have left uh, them with a negative feeling about this. Father, we pray, Lord, that you'll just help them to overcome that. Lord, knowing that you're gonna, your, your Holy Spirit is going to be here. And, and God, we're going we're gonna to strive to be sensitive to that. We're going to strive to be obedient to that. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, that it is perfect love that drives out all fear. And so God, we pray, Lord, you'll just, uh, just stake our hearts in that perfect love. And Father, we again just thank you for tonight as we again just step out into this uh, new area. Father, we pray, Lord, again that uh, you will just uh, stir and encourage hearts that we would just be eager uh, to come uh, again next Wednesday, God, and, and just to see what you're going to do and how you're going to move and manifest here uh, in, in this body. And we just thank you for all of this. We, as we go tonight, Father, we just pray, Lord, you'll just be with us, watch over us, and, and and again, just continue to bless us, especially as we're in the Word, as we're looking uh, there again at the Scriptures in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, 14. God, we pray you'll just speak to us. 
God, you'll just uh, open the eyes of our understanding, give us greater clarity, insight into your word, into what you're wanting to do. And we just thank you for all of this. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Awesome. We'll see you back here next week again. Thanks for listening. For more information about Praise Community Church, including gathering times and events, please visit us at praisecc.org.